If you're trying to run your coaching business while leading a busy life, perhaps you've got care responsibilities, you've got another job, you've got other things going on, then stay tuned. I'm going to be sharing some tips for how I stay organized and productive as a busy coach and a busy mother. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura Agar-Wilson and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you start and grow coaching business you love the wholehearted way. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura. I help health, life and spiritual coaches get more clients, generate more income so they can live their most aligned life. And today on the show, I'm talking all about how I most of the time, stay organised and productive as a mum, as a business owner, as someone who has lots of different things going on. Now, before I get into this, I am not perfect. I absolutely have days when the shit hits a fan, my shit is most definitely not together and everything's a big old mess. However, most of the time, things do get done. I don't feel massively stressed. I seem to have found a bit of an equilibrium around everything that I do and managing things. And there's certain things that really help that that I wanted to share. Now, before I get into things as well, I also wanted just to check my privilege a little bit because some of the reasons that I can do this is because I have access to certain resources and support as well, which I'm going to talk about. So just to give you guys a bit of a sense of what I've got going on in my life and what support I have and things like that. So I'm 40 years old. I've got a eight-year-old son and I've got a three-year-old daughter. So she goes to nursery three days a week and I have one day a week of childcare for my mum and dad. And so I have her one day a week, which gives me four days a week of time to work and then my little boy goes to school full time. I also access like wraparound care for him so breakfast club, after school clubs and things like that as well. I have a very supportive family who live reasonably close by. My partner is pretty supportive, he pulls his weight but there's always more that could be doing. He's pretty good James, bless him, he pulls his weight. I've got a really great friendship group, a lot of support from that point of view and you know, that enables me to have four days a week, usually from about half past seven is usually when we drop off at like breakfast club and nursery until around about four, half four. So I have a decent amount of time four days a week to get shit done. So I run my coaching business, Wholeheartedly Lover. I'm also the secretary on two PTAs because there's two schools that are like that I'm involved in that are close by that Finley went to and that Freya will go to and Finley's in the juniors now, etc. So I'm the secretary of two PTAs. I also work out four times a week and I would say about 80% of the time we have a cooked from scratch evening meal. So that's like the level of stuff that I've got going on. And it feels like a lot and like sometimes I'm a bit like fuck my life, how have I ended up <laughs> with like all of this stuff to do and and all of this. And as you do, you get a bit stressed sometimes. But like I say, I feel like I've, most of the time, I feel like I found a way to manage it. And a lot of this has got to do with just me getting to know me, which is probably my first tip really. Like I say, I do have access to resources that enable me to have that time. Alongside the 33 hours that I'm in the UK, the government give us 33 hours of childcare. It's not actually 33 hours. You still have to pay a little bit on top. It's vastly reduced compared to what I did pay for Freya when I was paying the full fees. I get tax-free childcare as well. So that takes 20% off anything that I do pay for childcare. So there's things like that. And I think it's 
it's really important just to acknowledge that's there. So I think the first thing, as I was alluding to there, I think the first thing that really helps me is I get my, I, I get me, and I think that's probably why I mentioned that I'm 40 as well. I think that's what was in my head. Like I get myself so much better than I ever have done in terms of this is what I need, this is what I enjoy, this is what my energy is best aligned to, like all of that kind of stuff. And it just feels like over the last couple of years, that's just sunk in. I also feel the fact that my daughter is, she is still in that. And I have to remember, she is still really little. She's three, but she is getting to that point now where it's not, the sleep isn't an issue anymore. It's not as, she's not physically on me (laughs) as much as she was when she was little. It's all that kind of stuff that starts to free up your energy a little bit. And it's just getting to know, I think for me, like what it is that I need, what really helps me stay balanced, all of that kind of thing is really, is being really useful. And sometimes it's just knowing that if I try and force something, usually that will take me twice as long than if I just didn't force it and went and did something else and then came back to it later. Also my cycle as well, like my menstrual cycle really does influence me a lot more now. I think I've spoken about this on one of the behind the scenes episodes, I think a little while ago, but whereas I used to feel like my kind of dips were not far off a straight line, now it feels like a roller coaster, like my dips are much, much more pronounced in terms of energy and mood and things like that. And I think that's probably just part of getting older as well. It's not to a point where it's, and I should say, it's not to a point where it's a problem. I think it's actually quite natural that we have these energetic shifts throughout our cycle. I just don't think I was as aware of them and leaning into them as much when I was younger as what I do now. So I think that's the first thing that I found really helpful is just being aware of that. Also, just to note as well, I have set up my life the way that it is now quite intentionally over many years. It didn't just happen by accident. It happened with a lot of privilege and a good chunk of luck, but also a lot of fucking hard work and a lot of being really aware of this is what I want things to look like and this is what I want things to be. And you know, in order to facilitate that, it has been things like, I'm not going to feel guilty about using childcare. Like we would have had a lot more support if we were going back a few years would have had a lot more support for us to thrive as mothers than what we do now. I have absolutely zero guilt about using childcare to support me and to support my children and support my family. It's just my nursery that I send my daughter to. That's an extension of my own village and it's just that I happen to pay them. But I don't feel any guilt about that whatsoever. And as mothers, we are often being made to feel guilty about every single decision that we make when it comes to ourselves, our children, our families. And I am not engaging in that whatsoever. Like that, that's been a really big shift for me as well as just being like, I'm not going to feel guilty for that whatsoever. I'm not going to feel guilty about the fact that when my children are in childcare, that I am using some of that time for my own self-care, for exercising without interruptions, for having that little bit of extra time to just have a cup of coffee without someone going, mammy, I'm not going to feel guilty for that, basically. It helps me be a much better, more present mother when I'm with them. So I think that's a really big part of it for me is just letting go of that kind of guilt, basically. What I have found that being a mother has helped me do in some ways is that and one of the positive, like really positives, other than all the amazing things of having wonderful children, is that it 
when I do have the opportunity to work and I do have those four days a week to work, like I will work my arse off and I will get that stuff done. I will get done what needs to be done. And it focuses me in a way that I don't think I had before I had kids because I could just work whenever I wanted. What I do still do now, and like I say, I mean, I roughly have these four days a week, but I don't work every single hour in those four days. Sometimes I go off and have coffee with my friends on a Thursday morning and I'm not working. Sometimes I'll work on a Thursday night instead, or I might do a bit of work on a Saturday morning. Like I'm not chaining myself into a regular routine just for the sake of it. And just because I think that's the way that it should be. So I allow myself to kind of work when it feels good to work and not work when it doesn't feel good to work. And that's really freeing and really useful when it comes to being productive as well. Something else that has made a huge difference for me is also finding a tool, a tech tool that works for my brain that really helps me manage everything and put everything somewhere. And I've spoken about Notion before, I absolutely love Notion. Like, to be fair, I am a techie person. Like, I remember way before I had Finley, I used to absolutely love Evernote. I used that for so many different things. In fact, at one point, I was like an ambassador for Evernote in the Northeast in the early days. So my brain works in a digital way, like it works. So it's not going to work for everyone, but I find Notion so helpful. Like, I put just everything in there. And when it comes to being organised, not just in my business, but in my life as well. Notion is a great tool that really helps me and supports me with that. And it's just been learning over time what I need and what helps me stay on top of things. And also another tip that is part of this is being able to find the habits and routines that kind of interlink with that. For example, what really helps me stay on top of making decent meals, even meals for everybody, is meal planning and I use Notion for that and I have that built into like my little routine so on a Thursday night before my groceries are delivered on a Friday morning which is another tip if you can like get stuff done like I can't be asked to spend an hour at Sainsbury's every bloody week get the delivery in (laughs) it saves me so much time I still go to Aldi and do top-up shops but Sainsbury's is brilliant if I pass a waitrose I can't pass a waitrose and not go in because there's not very many of them in the northeast so I'll always go into a waitrose But I have a Sainsbury's delivery every Friday morning and on a Thursday night I will sit down and plan the meals out for the following weekend and week and that really helps me stay on top of everything as well. And then something I spoke about recently in my behind the scenes post for the start of this year was talking about how I've started planning in these mini seasons which is basically planning around term time for the kids. So essentially it's just about looking at that period between right now when I'm recording this with just this is the first week back from the Easter holidays so I've got six weeks until the next half term and just seeing that as a section of time like really rooting into the season of that we're in as well that we're in spring and that we're going to be going into May really just rooting into that and that period of time planning for six weeks for some reason that has just done something useful in my brain it feels a bit more of an actionable period of time and a little bit more actionable than the full quarter not so short as a month where you feel like you're just never getting anything really achieved so it just feels like it's the magic it just feels like it's the magic amount of time for me to plan and it's just been really helpful so alongside planning for the business stuff 
And alongside thinking, okay, so what am I working on business-wise? What am I promoting? What am I creating? What's my marketing looking like? I also use it around life as well. So it's things like, I know that in that six-week period, I want to do a really good deep clean of the house. Like when I say deep clean, it's not that much of a deep clean. Like more of a clean than I usually give it, let's face it. A deeper clean of the house. I want to do a bit of a declutter. And also if there's any house or garden projects, that's really helpful as well to stay focused. Now I don't always get everything done. Like last, the last mini season, I wanted to refresh my little dining room area a little bit. I didn't get that done. I'm going to try and get it done this mini season if I can. I want like a new light putting up and all that kind of stuff. But it just helps keep me moving on and helps me keep doing stuff. And it also just gives it a place, and this kind of goes back to Notion, but it gives everything a place to be held that's not my brain. I think that's probably the best way I can explain it. I've got like a Notion page for all of like my interior design projects. And I talked about this a lot last year. We had a massive updates and stuff done to the house and there was a lot of decorating that I was doing myself. There's still a few projects that need doing. So having all of that kind of put somewhere, it just helps get out of my brain. It really helps me with all of that kind of stuff as well. And it's just super, super useful. Another thing that actually helps from that kind of perspective is also Pinterest. So I'm massively, like just a huge fan of Pinterest for business, but I also use it personally. I think that's one of the reasons why I get on so well with it. But I also use Pinterest for things like recipe ideas, for outfit inspiration, for all sorts of things like that. And just having, again, some something there that I can go through and I can scroll back through the things that I've pinned helps me not have to hold as much stuff in my brain basically, which I find super, super helpful. And then another thing that is really useful, and again, this is not rocket science, it's nothing new, is batching similar tasks together. Now, I've been always been a bit funny with batching. It, I find that sometimes it takes me a little bit kind of practice and a little bit of testing things out to find a batching strategy when it comes to business and it comes to business tasks that works for me. But what I tend to have found now is I found a kind of bit of a routine when it comes to creating these videos and these podcasts that work. So this is like the second that I'm doing. I'm doing two today because the other content that I have planned is a little bit unclear at the moment. But I've just found a bit of a routine with batching certain tasks and managing certain repeating tasks. Again, I think I've talked about this before, but... I t- try and say, look at the tasks in my business that are repeatable, that kind of are ongoing and the tasks that are more project related and just seeing tasks in that different way has been super useful for me just to manage things basically. It's okay, that's a project. I know that has an end date and a start date. I know what I need to do for that. This stuff's ongoing. So I need to build this in a different way into my week and that's really helpful too. And then finally, something that I wanted to mention that comes into this, I call this supercharged self-care. And this is things like, for example, twice a year, me and my mum friends, we book a cottage with a hot tub and we bugger off for two for two whole days for a full weekend and we just exist without having to be a mum. And without anything else, we just go and we sit in the hot tub and we get someone in, we actually bring someone in to give us massages. This sounds so indulgent because it is and it's amazing. We put a little bit of money away every single month. We have a group pot. We put money away every single month to fund it. And it has single-handedly been one of the best things for my organisation and productivity because I know that I'm going to have that little break and my brain is going to get to rest. My brain is going to get to switch off. I'm going to be able to just be in that space with my friends who I feel really comfortable with. There's no 
airs and graces between us we can just chill and be ourselves and just knowing that I've got that pause twice a year and knowing that I've got that happening it just it really just helps with everything else it just gives me that moment to know that I have got that pause that's going to come up that I'm going to have that mental health break like all of that stuff is really amazing so again there is like a level of privilege being able to do that being able to afford that but it's nothing when it's split between five or six of us it's not ridiculously expensive in all honesty it actually works out pretty good we sort all our own food out so it's not like a massively ridiculous expense but it just it really makes a massive difference to how we all feel just to try and sum up like I say, I'm not perfect 100% of the time, but I do get a lot of shit done. And a lot of it comes down to how I've intentionally set my life up, mainly because I've really spent time getting to know what I need and what my energy needs to thrive. Like that's been a really big aspect of that. And then also part of this has been down to having a tech tool, Notion. If you want to check Notion out, I have, I sell Notion planning templates. They are due a bit of an upgrade. So if you buy them now, they might already be upgraded or they will be getting upgraded soon just to refresh them and make them more fun and more interesting and add some new things to them. But I find that really helpful. Batching has been a big, big shift. Having client free days, it's been a big shift. I talked all about having client free days recently as well. Again, I put a link to that so you can check out the episode of the show where I talk about that a bit more. In fact, I'm also going to try and work in having client, not client free, but meeting free weeks at certain points, maybe once a mini season, if I can wangle it, I might not be able to, but if I can, because again, I get so much done when I've just got big expanses of time. That's another thing that I've learned about myself is that I need these big expanses of time. It's all of that kind of stuff that really helped. And I think it's a lot of it just comes down to really getting to know you and not being guilty about you know, getting your needs met. I think that's probably, if I have to nail it down, and I think a lot of it is that basically. So I'd love to know if you found this episode helpful. If you've got any thoughts on it, let me know if you want to check out those Notion templates, do check them out. If you've got any questions about this, drop me a DM on Instagram, I'm at wholeheartedlylaura. And I will see you next week, guys. Take care, bye.